Episode 10, Henti Ma'at from Montreal. Ujjayi, greetings, hello, blessing, and welcome to the Earth Center Coventry podcast. It's good to be here with you again. Um, your host for this episode is me, Yatepia. And myself, Pixar. And together we help to run the Earth Center Coventry School and Temple here in the Midlands in the UK. With us today, we have a fellow initiate from the Montreal School, Henti Ma'at. How are you doing, my dear? Very good. Thanks for having me. Enjoy everyone. Greetings. Um, welcome and thank you for your time and your presence and the ancestors for bringing us all together. Um, your journey, uh, well, what I should say is this podcast is to share um, your journey with the world on um, your initiation process, um, your challenges, your growth with the Earth Centre. Um, so Hanty Matt, we appreciate you taking the time to do this for us. I know you're a very busy woman, married with six <laughs> children, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> what's the youngest age and what's the oldest age? The oldest age is 27, the youngest is 13. Oh, nice. That's very nice. So yeah. share with us about your background, your heritage prior to becoming an initiate of the Earth Centre. You know, where did your family come from originally? Well, I was born and raised in Montreal, Canada. Mm -hmm. And my dad was born in St. Lucia in the islands. And he grew up in Barbados and then came to Canada. And my mom's side, she was born and raised in Barbados and came to Canada. Both my parents came to Canada very young. And uh, they had me and my brother. And <laughs> yeah, so we grew up uh, in Montreal. I've only been in Montreal, so I've had all my children here. My husband actually is from Guyana, which is in South America, but it's still considered part of the islands. It, yeah. <laughs> even though it's not an island. <laughs> it just sounds like an island, doesn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from Guyana, and he came to Canada quite young as well. Oh, okay. And uh, so we met, and you know, I got married, we had a family. And so, yeah, we have six children. One girl and the rest are boys. Oh! <gasps> No way! Yeah. Oh wow. Where does the mid? Where does the girl fit in? She's the first one, and oh, then it's just been boy, boy, boy ever since. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, how was you introduced to the Earth Center? Oh, actually, I was introduced, funny enough, by my hairdresser. <laughs> I have. Uh, natural hair and I went to get my hair twisted and she was going on and on about this Dogon priest and she was showing me flyers and I was like what on earth is she talking about and then I looked at the flyers and I saw the Makru, uh, the founder of the Air Center and just something connected mm. and uh, he just I know it was just a flyer but it was like something in my spirit said you just trust this man you have to meet this man you have to follow him you have to and wow. that was just from a flyer so i said okay I'm, I'm gonna look into this if they're coming to montreal i'm gonna look into this and uh i went to the orientation 
and there were like I think it was three hours or something like that and I stayed for the whole time and I was wow. just listening to uh, Master Naba speaking and I was just like this is it this is what I've been looking for mm. my whole life because I've been I've been on a journey I didn't grow up religious or anything like that um Sometimes I would spend weekends with my grandmother and she would take me to church and things like that. So that's the only exposure I had. And then when I got older, I said, well, I'm not under my parents' rule anymore. So I'm going to take myself to church. That's all I knew. <laughs> yeah. So I started doing that, taking, I should say, dragging my children to church. <laughs> they didn't want to go. And uh, after I got through all that, I've just been like searching for more spiritual things. So when I came across this, I was like, this, this is different. This is real. Mm. And this, I need to try this. I had no money whatsoever. Uh, but, you know, they reassured me and they said, if that's the only problem, don't worry about it. Mm. And uh, here I am today. And funny enough, my hairdresser is my sister in my generation. Oh. <laughs> so she joined as well. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. What was the What was the different? What were you, What were you actually looking for? I mean, and what was the difference between this and what you'd seen? And you know, how were you looking? Where were you looking? I was, what was like, you know talking to a lot of people because you know Montreal is very diverse, a lot of different kinds of people. So I was talking to different people uh, about you know Judaism and you know, um, Islam and just different religions, but they were all religions. There was nothing that was just spiritual and nothing that I really connected to and nothing that really felt real. Mm. Um, so just a lot of research, just reading different things. And it didn't really take me far, but more talking to people, seeing their practices, seeing how it affected their lives. Um, some of them were born into it. Some of them grew up in it. Some of them, you know, discovered it later. But it just, none of it ever seemed like it was for me. Okay. So when I when I uh, got connected with this, this just seemed right from the beginning for me. What what was it? What was it about the flyer that made that convinced you that it was for you? What was the turning point? What was it that the Earth Center said in the flyer that you wasn't getting from anywhere else? It was, I guess, all the things that I was really interested in. Um, like when they said you would learn the true original language. Mm. My my background is languages, so I was like, oh, oh, the original that. language, the true <laughs> language. I was like, wow, this is going to be amazing. And then when they talked about healing, I was like, this is it. Like, because it's, I'm interested in a lot of herbs and natural healing and stuff like that. So that just pulled me in. And also the meditation and you know, the original form of meditation. Mm. I was like, this this is just, I have to see what this is. And then, like I said, you know, the picture, it's just the picture, but it's something that I can't explain. There's like a connection. Oh, okay. So, yeah. We, we often say that people uh, come into the traditional, come into the Earth Center, because um, their ancestors are pointing them in. Mm. You're not here by chance. 
yeah. and and there are many stories of you know of people sort of feeling or sensing something or being t- turned towards something and then it it kind of like takes them on that path and they start to to look into it deeper did you yeah. how did you look in what what was your process between the flyer and the you know and the um the talk that was given and then from there to deciding okay i'm going to make this commitment to to my own personal development my own journey and and step into yeah. initiation well i i did have that feeling that you're talking about um but at the time i didn't know what the source was mm. so i did have that feeling like i'm this is what i'm meant to do i'm supposed to go here I'm supposed to be with these people. I'm supposed to do this. And then later found out that it was an ancestor and who it was and was taking me on this journey, leading me up to that point to lead me into being into the earth center. So it was, it was really a revelation and it was uh, a nice revelation to finally know, okay, this is how I got here and this is who was leading me into this. So it was one of my ancestors. And how did you know? How did you know that now? What's the you know? Because that might sound strange to people listening. Oh yes. Now you know, is it? <laughs> you know, via a dream yeah. or via you know via other ways. What there's many ways of of understanding these things that sit yeah. behind in the non-material. But how was that? Oh yes. Well, it was in Merita in Africa. One of the uh, pilgrimages that we were on. Uh, I had an opening of the mouth. And my grandfather said, uh, I'm the one that led you here. I'm the one that led you to the Earth Center with these people to do this work. So um, basically, I found out through readings, through, uh, you know, through the ancestors themselves with the opening of the mouth ceremony, that I'm the one in my family that has to restore uh, what was taken away. Uh, because this is what we used to practice and you know being in the west all that was changed uh, so I'm the one that has to come back and bring that to my line so uh, it was really uh, interesting at the at the time I felt a little bit of pressure like oh I'm the one but it's, <laughs> it's a good thing it's a good thing and you, you've just mentioned a couple of things um, again that might need a little bit of unpacking or uh, understanding. The opening of the mouth is one. Oh. Um, and, and another one uh, is your line. What do you mean by those to just to... Yeah, what I mean by line is like my bloodline. So like my father's father's father's. That's the whole bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going back uh, generations. Uh, at least seven or nine generations because I had like a spiritual reading and uh, that whole line was doing uh, basically different ceremonies that we practice in Medita now. They, they've been doing that. And somehow uh, through the generations that has kind of fallen off. So I'm the one that's supposed to bring those practices back and restore that in that line. So like my father's father's Mm. And uh, when I say opening of the mouth ceremony, it's a ceremony uh, that's done to uh, basically communicate with um, your ancestors. So 
these are people from your family that have passed away that have transitioned and maybe they've been uh you know uh, dead for a long time and you just want to hear from them or get a message from them like you said it could come in a dream or you know they have their ways of manifesting things to you but in this particular ceremony um we call it opening of the mouth it's like we do certain things to uh, let them have that voice, you know, and uh, express certain things to you that you need to know. Mm. You mentioned uh, Merita, and for those listening, Merita is the traditional name for um, Africa, um, traditional parts of Africa. You went on pilgrimage. Uh, how many times have you been? Uh, twice and going for a third time. Oh, lovely. Tell me what your experience was the first time you went. The first time I went, I was so giddy. I was just wide eyed and just looking at everything. And I mean, uh, everyone needs to understand it was a total dream of mine uh, from ever since just to touch the soil of the motherland so being there you know when i landed i literally cried and i didn't care who saw me (laughs) i was i just got off the plane Mm. and just burst into tears of joy because i was actually there and um it was just amazing and then you know to go and uh you know meet everyone the family over there um and uh you know, all the work that we do, the different ceremonies, the places that we visited, uh, seeing different kings and queens, traditional kings and queens, and just seeing different lands and just being in nature. Uh, you know, you have to understand I'm from Montreal, so it's all city. Mm. Um, so being in nature was amazing. And also um, just... Um, being in warmth, I, I, you know, Canada is pretty cold <laughs> most <laughs> of the time. So just being in warmth, uh, you know, being able to shed those clothes physically, yeah, it, it just changes your mindset. And I find that you're more receptive to different things. That's just what I find personally. Okay. You know, you don't have to wear like two pairs of socks and boots. And, <laughs> in flip-flops it's like it's very freeing and it just opens something up uh i don't know it was just amazing second time i went was i knew what it was all about and i just loved it it was reconnecting with people that i met the first time you know just seeing the family over there i mean Mm. not my blood family but you know my medita family and uh you know that's when the whole covid thing started and Basically, instead of staying there for two months, I stayed there for six months. Uh, so it was very, very hard, uh, you know, family-wise. Mm. But it was wonderful at the same time. <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. Like, just to spend half a year in Merita. And then I'm just thinking, what if I could just lived here, you know? Mm. It's just, uh, yeah. So we've had that talk as well with my family. Um, about moving over, yeah. <clears throat> I got a resounding no. Have any of have any of your member other members of your families been? No, none. 
None. And I wanted them to come, but they're totally not interested. So, I mean, they're grown, so I can't really force them. Mm. <clears throat> so that's tell. it. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah. Mm. What, what, um, so you, you've been through initiation. So I want to ask a little bit around, you know, your, uh, maybe your experiences, what you, how you see things now, how it's impacted you. <clears throat> um, and, and maybe even connecting that to your experiences in, uh, Meritar and traditional Africa, uh, what you've seen, how you, like a city person, as you say, now being, yeah. you know, apart from the, 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 the heat, you're in nature. You're in yeah. uh, a culture which has both city type, you know, a living and society, but it also where the earth center will be is around people who are in the tradition, who are walking a spiritual life, who are walking that path. And we're going into temples and things like that. So it's how's the adjustment? What did you see? What did you observe? What did you know what oh, wow. how did that speak to you <clears throat> it's been a big big adjustment uh because you know from starting initiation uh my, my perspective of how things were around me my environment you know it's very very individualistic very individualistic and i was uh in a generation uh a very large generation and we ended up uh, graduating 11 people so it's the most in earth sensory history and uh you know at the beginning you know we're told okay you guys are starting as individuals that are coming together you're you're a class you're a generation but by the end you're going to be a family so everyone was i don't know these people like how are we supposed to be a family and, but the trials and tribulations that we've gone through because you imagine trying to uh, accord 11 people with coming from different backgrounds, different, you know, thoughts, you know, mm. trying to make that one, it was at some times felt just like the worst ever. And sometimes it was just uh, extremely beautiful, like how we could all come together and just have this uh, amazing result. But uh, yeah, it was it was learning how to you know be a group first of all, and then uh, you know be a community, you know, and realizing that it's not about you, it's about everyone, like the good of the whole. Mm -hmm. So that was a whole um, mind shift for a lot of people. It wasn't that much for me because I already think that, that way I have this um, personality that just wants everyone to be together and just want to give everyone a big hug <laughs> and I think that comes from you know having a big family you're already thinking oh what's best for everyone mm. you know so it wasn't a stretch for me but for some people who let's say didn't have a family who were single who were young you know, they were yeah. just thinking about themselves and then it's like, okay, I have to think about all these other people. So there's a lot of uh, adaptation, um, a lot of, uh, you know, acceptance of others, uh, acceptance of the things in yourself that are not too nice. Mm. Um, 
it, it was really, they were really, uh, we were really a reflection of each other. And sometimes we didn't like what we saw in the mirror. So oh. that's where conflicts would come up. But in the end, we understood and uh, we were, we became very solid. And um, yeah, not my, my whole generation didn't go to Medita, only a few members did. So when we went there, we understood like this is our little thing is just a little thing. It's just the beginning. What what it really is, is the whole uh, village or a whole community of people and everyone has their part to play yeah. and it's it going to benefit everyone. So, um, yeah, we learned a lot of things. I, I would say I learned that uh, I'm stronger than I thought. I'm stronger than I thought. Wow. Yeah. How did you come to that conclusion or that learning? Uh, because I thought like certain things that probably would uh, break me down before it was just like nothing, you know, just because I knew I had the support of that whole community. Like you don't feel alone. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, last time I was in Medita, I got uh, run over by a moto and I got a few bones in my foot broken. And, you know, everybody just really supported me, like, if I needed something, you know. And the healers, the healers were <laughs> outstanding, outstanding. I mean, the, the, the things that they do in Medita to heal, you, you truly, truly heal. Like, it's not just slap a band-aid on it. Like, here, I know if that happened, I would have a cast for months. Yeah. For months. I've never had a broken bone before that, so I just know that that's how it is. But there, you know, they took the, I had a cast when it first happened because they rushed me to hospital. But when we got to the bush, when we got to Het Aisha, uh, like the main healing center that we go to over there, they took off that cast right away and they started putting all these herbs and pastes and everything on it. And even right then it felt better. But then, you know, they gave me certain things to do. And in a few weeks, I was like, if it never happened, it, it was it was totally, totally amazing. Wow, that's nice. Mm. So you've talked yeah. about um, your initiation in the Earth Center. How did your initiation impact on your home life, on your personal life? Ooh, that side of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Um, uh because like i said i just joined i knew that it was something that i needed to do and it wasn't discussed beforehand so i just announced this after it was already done which didn't go over well and then but then it was accepted like okay so this is what you're doing but they didn't have a true understanding of it and then as i got into it more and more um it took more time and more time and more time away from my family so i was at temple a lot um so whereas times that i'd be usually home there was something going on at temple so i'd be there and you know it was it was felt it, it, like my absence was felt at home and on top of not understanding fully what i'm doing and even the parts you understand not really be interested in it, it was, um, it didn't go over too well. 
But, um, you know, I've been doing this for years and they know it's my way. I, you know, I keep trying to explain that it's for the benefit of the whole family. Because when I go to uh, Merita, not just in Merita, but when I do go to Merita and we're doing certain spiritual works, it's for different members of the family, whatever problems come up, to try to correct those things. So, and I've seen the results and they've seen the results, but they don't want to admit that it's come from <laughs> that. So they just think it's maybe luck out of the air. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's been my journey with my family. But you've been able to, with those results, you've been able to see behind the scenes. Behind By, the scenes. Well, you say you, you know, there were spiritual works. There was, you know, some form of uh, process that, yeah. that helps support the living world, your family. Um, yeah. And um, this is what we've lost in a way. We don't see that. We don't see the mechanisms that sit behind the, the ancestors, the divine world. Even You even mentioned nature, being out in nature. You know, yeah. in the big cities, we don't have, we have very little nature around mm. us. We have, you know, bricks and mortar and concrete bathing stones and, you know, lights yeah. and all these sorts of things. So we may just see nature as a, a tree, something physical even. <laughs> but yeah. there's, there's something, there's all a, a whole mechanism that brings life and impacts life. Um, yeah. And so that's what I meant by... Yeah, you've, you may have an appreciation of how those spiritual works or how that process, that spiritual process impacts, maybe even seeing some of the issues somehow in your family or, you know, family members or what the dynamics or what have you. Yeah. Um, anything you want to say about any of that or? Yeah, I mean, I totally believe in that. I mean, I even before the Earth Center, I believe that, you know, the invisible world affects the physical world for sure i just didn't know i didn't understand how and you know any of the processes and stuff like that so being in the earth center i understand more of the process and how things work and certain things you can do uh to help um but yeah my family doesn't see that at all at all mm. at all I, I mean yeah they're not into nature uh they don't they just they just believe in what they can see mm. and that's about it so it's like i'm really uh different from from them in that way have they noticed the changes in you they do notice changes in me definitely i'm doing more because i'm trying to balance everything mm. and also they see that i'm very i'm more disciplined before i was just like oh well you feel like doing this let's do this or mm. now it's like everything is more scheduled and stuff like that and they respect that part you know when i have my uh, spiritual time they give me that space to, to do what i have to do um as an example ancestral holy day you know when i'm can't talk to anyone and i'm you know, in that zone with the ancestors speaking to them and, you know, making my offering, mm. they don't disturb me. So that's just one example where I can see that they respect it, but they just don't want to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Okay, so you know this path isn't an easy one, and there are, um, it's difficult and easier at times to endure. But I'm sure you found out that you have had a lot of challenges on your path, whether it's personal, whether it's in initiation in the classroom, um, in the your workplace, out on the street. You'll see life slightly different because of the tools you've been given. Yeah. So, have you? How do you put into practice? your everyday life with the initiation that you're going through? I mean, how do you use your tools, your thinking patterns, your behavior, your interactions towards people? How has the Earth Center's tools helped you? Uh, I would say just in everyday life, like uh, on the street, let's say meeting someone, I think I was always kind to people, but now I feel like, um, Sometimes when I meet just certain people, like just strangers, and I feel like more of a connection, that's one thing. Uh, second thing is uh, recognizing all the barbarism in ourselves that uh, before I wasn't even aware of, but with what I've learned, I see certain things so I can check myself. I can you know, redirect myself to go in the proper way following the principles. Also, when I have friends that, um, let's say something is not going uh, right in their life, I can guide them using those principles. Mm. Uh, it's not just like, you know, oh, well, I think you should do this. It's not an opinion anymore. It's like I am standing on certain principles and can tell them exactly, well, in this situation, you need to do this, you know, um, which, has, which have gotten great results because it's, it's not coming from me. Yeah, you know, it's really the foundation. Um, oh wow, so many things. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot has changed. Like some, some certain things that you see outside that, let's say, may have uh, seduced you before. Like, let's say you see a big ad for like um, a perfume or something. Yeah, you know, you see this glamorous person with perfume and, and like. To like a, a to someone they might be like oh wow that looks so nice I'm gonna try that perfume now it's just like it's a perfume like you know <laughs> yeah. the the um I wouldn't say marketing tricks or anything like that but you know in general out there the the ways that they try to pull you in yeah that doesn't work anymore because of what you know you know it's there's things that just don't matter anymore. You know, or or are not important, or are not a priority, or it's just like uh, it's kind of like I'm really trying to be on the path and not walking beside it. Yeah. Not just you know going through the motions of life, but really living it. So all the principles that we've learned, I'm trying to incorporate that into my life to live a real full life. You know. Mm. Okay. So um, the mission of the Earth Centre is to preserve and promote the ancestral culture for the health and well-being of all people. This is a deep and large mission that all initiates are involved in and it takes commitment and dedicated people. What do you think from the journey that you have taken will seekers need to know and start to be able to continue with this life-changing path? What, repeat the question. <laughs> what advice what wisdom can you impart on our listeners 
to help them um, take this journey? Oh, um, wow, that's a big question. <laughs> Definitely, I think every single person, man, woman, uh, adult, child, everyone needs to try it. And with what they've learned, implement it into their life. And, you know, if they don't see a difference in that, I don't know what they would see a difference in. Like, you really got to be in it and do it to know. I always say, he who feels it knows. Mm. So you have to be in it to really know. Because that's going to be your experience. You're the one that's going to be going through that. And I cannot imagine anyone that cannot find, uh, you know, the principles or anything you learn useful to your life. Doesn't matter what age you know, doesn't matter what background, you know, we're all human beings. So, I mean, some of the children in initiation blow me away. <laughs> They're just amazing. They see things that no one else sees. They're just on top of it. Mm. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, you know, just to give you an example, we had one child in our generation. He was 11 years old at the time. And, you know, the teacher would ask us a question in class and we'd all be struggling and basically busting our brains, you know, to get the answer and discussing and this and that. And he just, you know, blurt something out. And, you know, the teacher would be like, thank you. That's the answer I've been waiting for. <laughs> so simple. Like, oh, man, yeah. he... You know, and it's not just him. It's like all the children that I've seen in initiation mm. just blow me away. They're just so, they have, they're they're connected. Um, but not only the children, like there are some elders who are extremely, extremely uh, wise just based on uh, what they've learned in the Earth Center, the teachings and mm. the principles that they follow. Um, and... I mean, the ones that I know, they're much more disciplined than the younger ones. Uh, the younger ones meaning, like, not elderly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they, they have way more discipline. They're much more stable. They're, and even that, even though they're giving a lot of advice that helps the rest of the community, they're receiving as well, and it's impacting their lives in a positive way. And then everybody else in between. You know, whatever, I've seen all kinds, like uh, all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of family situations. It's it's only improved their their life. Yeah. It's only improved. Even people that I speak to um, that have kind of like gone away from the Earth Center, they still believe in everything that they've learned and it's still uh, impacted their life in a positive way. They're just not in the day-to-day uh, activities at temple yeah. and stuff like that but it's it's because they're teaching you about you they're teaching you about life i mean it's for everyone who i mean they're teaching you about yourself <clears throat> so obviously it's gonna affect you okay i have to say hentimaya listening to your story is an inspirational one Oh, um, so. <laughs> and I'm sure it will benefit many of our listeners hearing this. 
So thank you again for being on the show today and we'll catch up with you another time. Okay, do well. Thank you. Do well. Thank you. Bye-bye. We have come to the end of this episode and it has been a wonder as always. Stay tuned and listen to the rest of our talks on Anchor FM. We will be back with another episode very soon. So it's bye from me, Yatepia. And Iri Iri from me, Big Sa. Goodbye. Goodbye.